What's goody fam? It's your favorite cuzos D. And your boy DJG. And you are now vibing with this drinks on me podcast, baby. Pow up, niggas. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm on we on it. All right. Topic for today. Energy. Motherfucking energy, man. Mm. How you using it? How you replenishing it? What are you wasting it on? Energy. In all spectrums of health. Hey, all right. Hey, hey, hey. This is very, very important to me. So, uh, a very, very important topic because I feel us as a culture tend to waste the fuck out of our energy. Damn, I agree, brother. And yeah. it's pretty much the basic foundation of how I came up with stay dope. For those who don't know what stay dope means, it means stay driven off purpose every day. That's right. So I came about that because I was in what I call a full timers mentality. Yeah. So a lot of full timers out here. By full timers, I mean you're a full time spouse, full time parent, full time worker, full time student, full time right. supporter, full time superhero for some. Exactly. But you've never seem to have time. For your purpose or your goddamn self. Because you know, you're stuck on the hamster wheel feeling like you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do that, you got to do that. And I'm not saying that those things are not important or couldn't be tied to your purpose. That Everything has its role, but you have to learn how to switch your mentality. I agree. To focusing the energy needed, the amount, the proper amount of energy needed for each one of those things. So you have to switch your mentality from being on that hamster wheel with the full-timer mentality to just being dope, to everything that you do is driven off of your purpose every day. That's right. So, example, i give an example of uh, a full-timer with a nine to five. You go in there and you literally give like 100% to your nine to five, right? Shit, now, if your nine to five ain't your purpose in life. If you know, like, if you know, that that's not what you're meant to do, right? Right. It's my honest opinion that you need to learn how to switch your mindset at that point to only divulging the energy needed to successfully complete that nine to five. Because it don't take 100% to do a nine to five job. It really don't. Actually, after a year or so, once you get good at it, you can do it with your eyes closed. It's just honesty. Like the stress that you normally get from jobs ain't the job itself. Right. The energy that you're losing and exerting really ain't the job. Because after a while, you get to your job and, you know, you find little hacks here and there. And you know how to get shit done that they expect you to do in eight hours. But you can get it done, too, because you right. just know what to do. So, honestly, the stress and the energy that you're wasting isn't the job. It's the people. It's the environment. It's the stupid right. shit. Right, exactly. And you go in there and you just feel like you just gave 200,000% of your energy. And you come home, you drain. A lot of people don't know how to detach from their right. job when they get off. So they come home stressed out and then they take that shit out on the people in their house, which fucks up the energy in your house. You see what I'm saying? So, Agreed. energy. You got to learn what to give and what to give it to. Now, when it comes to your spouse, and it comes to your children and things like that, full-time parent, full-time spouse, that energy, you still have to learn how to regulate that. Yeah. Because your spouse can be draining. I ain't going to lie to you. Your husband or your wife, they can drain the fuck out of you. Your children 
You know, you just because of that parent guilt. That parent guilt, it can make you like, yo, I just got to do this because it's my kid. They ain't asked to be here. But honestly, if you're drained, anything that you do from that point, you're not giving 100% to your kid or your spouse, period. You know what I'm saying? Because you're drained. You You can't get nobody shit that you don't got. And a lot of people don't even know how to replenish the energy that they use. Right. You know, man, I want to touch base on that too, D, kind of going back to uh, what you first said, you know, about like these jobs and how much percentage we put on these jobs. And I think a lot of people got to understand that that is not your dream. Okay. That's not your, your purpose. Okay. This is something you're doing to make a means in life but that is not your overall. Like you feeding somebody, you helping somebody else's dream alone. You putting your energy into helping somebody else's dream. And you know, it's, it's kind of crazy, bro, because you know, you, you run across people saying when you feel a certain type of way, like you get to a certain point on a job where you like, man, I, I just, I can't do this no more. You know, and like you, said, you, can, you can do it in your sleep. And that lets you know something. Like lately I've been feeling like, man, why am I even on here? You know what I'm saying? I can do this in my sleep. Actually, I could be at home handling so many different other things that is really my purpose. But here I am helping and aiding somebody else's dream, right? Who don't, who don't even know me, for one. Don't know what the fuck you Don't look even like. know you me, a number, man. A clock-in number. That's it. That's all. I, as a matter of fact, D, on our job, we got a P number, Okay. I actually call it a prison number. There you go. You know, and and, and my thing is I was thinking about it as a black man. Okay. Uh, The CEO of my company, of course, is a white man. All right. And he makes $97.8 million a year. Okay. Me, I'm nowhere near that. (laughs) 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 For what? I'm nowhere near that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is, is, is I'm helping him make. 97.8 97.8 million dollars a year okay and then when i tell people how i really feel they say well you should be appreciative that you got a job and i'll be wanting to tell they ass well why should i be at one point in life uh this person probably wouldn't even looked at me for this job because i'm a black man right so in another time period which we you know we've been on these periods lately we wouldn't even been considered so here I am helping this man's dream like, you know, all of us seem to do. You know, we constantly help them on with their shit, okay, and never get our shit accomplished. Thanks. So it's so much unnecessary um, energy, man, that we spend on it that really, man, I'm just like, mm, no, I think we need to pull away from that and really start placing it where it needs to be. Now, when I also wanted to uh, comment on what you were saying about, you know, your spouses and things like that. To me, bro, sometimes you don't have enough. I've noticed that by the time you get home from putting all your energy into the unnecessary, you don't even give close to 100% to your wife, your husband, or your kids. You be more burnt out mentally, emotionally, everything from the job, you know? So it's easy for that to drain you out. It's like a perfect analogy. It's like a cell phone, bro. 
okay? You know how you use it all day when you're at work, right? Then you get home and it's on that last bar. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't hurry up and get it to the charger real quick and get it to a source where it can replenish itself and get the energy that it needs, guess what? Guess what it's going to do? It's going to cut the fuck off on you. It's going to be useless. And that's how I feel. I feel like we are human cell phones with the or one batteries. bar. By the time we get right, by the time we get home, you know, we, we burn down. We looking for something basically to plug into. You know, so, so like we, the job can really you can so you can relate that whole analogy to the matrix, huh? You know how you like to go to the matrix? Yes, <laughs> yes. and you know the motherfucking matrix. There it is. There it is. You can you can um relate that to the matrix, how Morpheus held up the battery and said, All you are is this and a field full of other people who are energy for the right. main person to sustain and stay on top. But That's see, right. here's the thing. All right, so let me be clear. I've always had a mindset of, like, I want to do something. Like, it's going to leave a mark, right? I always, always. Right, right. But I didn't get the mindset that I needed. I didn't switch from full-timer to uh, being dope or staying dope, as I like to say. I didn't switch my mindset to that till 2018. And that's when we went to Cali. And uh, from, like, from then on back, I always worked. Like, I always had a job, and I always gave so much to that job because even though I hated it, right? I always been, I've been in management forever in retail. And even though I hated it, right? I hated, I hated going there. I mean, the people was cool because I get along with, you know, people. So people is cool, but it was the stupid little shit that used to always right. get on my nerves. I was like, man, I do not feel like going here dealing with this shit. And my nine to five could sometimes turn from like nine to six, nine to seven because they put so much weight on you to get certain shit done. So they look good, right? What? talking about man like and everybody who has a job knows this like if you're really good like i used to warn folks don't let them know niggas at the job i used to warn they got about look if you come up in here and i noticed that they're good and i noticed if i noticed they were good at what they did yeah and that they had multiple skills i would go to it and it's a horrible thing but i was just trying to save them the time when we had only if we had certain managers that i knew was going to abuse that like right now i'm um i'm what they call a floater like at Ingles, uh, which is my part-time job now. Right. But I'm a floater because I have so many manager skills. They can put me in any department and they leave me alone. Like right. the guy I got right now who managed me, my man D, we got the same name. So uh, that's my man. And he a black man. Right, right. In this field. So you already know it's hard for him, period, because they always put double standards on him for being a store manager. They do all of them like that. But anyway, like with him, it's just kind of embedded, you know, that if he sees somebody who got it, he's going to lean on them because he's like, yo, I know that you got it. And I, it's just kind of in there. When you've been in the same field for so long, you can't help but pick up certain traits. You know what I'm saying? From- you know what, bro? You know what? I, and I get that. I do get the lean on mentality. But my thing is, okay. No, it's bullshit. No, no, no. But I'm going I'm to I'm say something. And I just want you to think about this, too. Like, I lean on you. You can lean on me. But when we lean on each other, it's different because we are replenishing each other's energy. Exactly. I'm going to touch on so, that. Yeah, it's some, certain people. Now, you know you're going to need people in order to get things accomplished, right? We, we all know that too, right? But there is some people that is just like completely draining. They vampires. Right. And then there's some people that, hey, they bring you life. 
You they know, call, they actually call vampire energy vampires. That is a that is a real thing. And people right. who ever heard that phrase, that shit is real. There's actually people out here, which I'm going to touch on that a little bit later when I get into like um, different books that I'm starting to incorporate, well, different books that I've been incorporating, but now I'm making it mandatory in my programs that you read right. and you implement because they are books that will really change your fucking life if you apply them. But right. uh, there are actually people whose sole purpose is just to drain your energy. Right. Like right. that's how they replenish their energy. They come in that bitch and they take yours. Okay, <laughs> like exactly. that's what they, they do, do it in ways that you can't help but give it if you ain't um if you ain't hip to it. True, you're giving it and you don't even know it, and then you just be so frustrated over some shit that's miles away, a hundred thousand miles away from you. Right, ain't nothing you can even do about it. But you so drained right. and you so in tune, and they just then took all your shit. <laughs> like, and that's what they do. All you your know? energy. That is what they do, man. They steal it all, you know. And if you let them, boy, they look, they like a leech. They going to suck it all dry, you know what I'm saying? And I just, man, look, we all at that point, you know what I'm saying? Well, most of us, I know most of my partners is at that point where it's just like, man, look, I can be doing something totally different and really banging out my purpose, man, because this here ain't it. This ain't it. But see, here's the thing. All right, so back to what I was saying when I said I, um, when I did make the mindset switch. Right, so we went to Cali. It was my first time ever since I ever put in an application, since 15. Right. <laughs> right it was right. my first time not having a job, and I'm in California, right. and I, my only duty was <laughs> to be a father. You know what I'm saying? Be a father and a supportive husband. Right. And I, that was shit I was doing on top of having my nine-to-five 40 plus hour a week anyway. So eliminate that 40 hours. I was like, all right, shit, that's easy peasy. Right. But then right. opportunities and things that I wanted to do that when I was working, right? When I had my nine to five, I had like a 10 year plan to do. This is right. how the universe opens up when you actually just open up to it. Shit that I had like 10 year plans on like, yo, in 10 years, I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be that. The opportunity opened up where I could do it then. So I actually became a life coach and started uh, my journey in, to get my personal training certification in California. And I was able to do that, both of those within a year. But right. that was a 10 year plan. Right. You right. Know that was right. Like, right. right, right. Like 10 years from now, before I quit my job, that was a 10 years from now thing. And I did it with the, I got, actually got in the program, was able to pay for it and finish it within both of them within a year because I had nothing but time. Something right. we'll get into later on in life. Yeah, but I had yeah. nothing but time, but I was able to, invest my energy into that and then i just started when i got back doing that and then the opportunity came where i needed like um i got to this position where okay i was doing good with my training but i i wanted extra stuff right and you know me you know what i'm saying i don't like to lean on nobody like it's, if i ask you for something i need it right like, like you my last option it's like nigga i no. need it because i didn't try to hustle to get it and all that and i didn't want to go through that so I needed something part-time. So I ended up going back to the, uh, I went to Ingalls and my man D was the manager when I went back. When I left, it was another lady named Toyo and she was like a micromanager. And I don't know whoever listening or if you ever had a motherfucker who micromanaged you, that is oh, yeah, probably yeah. the worst it shit the worst. in the worst. life because they literally be over your fucking shoulder. Yeah. And, you, and they, the thing is they know you know how to do your job. They know you know how to do your job. They see you and you killing it for them. Because yeah, man. At the end of the day, if your name ain't 
ain't the motherfucker who owned the company, if your name ain't that last name, nigga, you just working for somebody. So it's like, they know what you're doing. They know that you're getting the money, but they just over your fucking shoulder. Like, oh, so what you doing? And they ask redundant ass questions. Like, I'll be up there like conditioning or zoning or blocking anybody who in retail and grocery know what I'm talking about. And I'll be doing that, you know, normal shit. And then they come up, oh, so you're zoning and blocking? It's like, motherfucker, what? Don't, yes, I'm zoning and blocking. What, what do you want? What do you want? It's like, it got so fucking frustrating. But Tag ain't never been like that. My man Tag, he'll just be like, hey, yo, I need you to do this. And I won't see that nigga no more today. <laughs> Out of the eight-hour shift I had. My nigga well, see, Tag would be like, yo, I need you to take care of this. And you will not see that nigga no more. Period. <laughs> the entire day. That's the difference in a manager and a leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, a manager, you know, like you said, man, they feel like they always got to be on top of you, you know? And it make you feel like, you know, I, I told my boss, I don't need no manager. I can manage my own stuff. You know what I'm saying? I don't need that, you know? What I need is if you're going to be a part and you at a higher level than I am, then I need you to be a leader. I need you to be somebody that's out there with me, not somebody that's on me. You know what I'm saying? Because really, in all honesty, when they own you and they own your back, that means you carrying them. You know what Let's I'm saying? Let's get a round of applause for that analogy. Let's get a round of applause for that. I like how you just said that. When that means you carrying them. You, you know? carrying them. They yeah, them. you are. They on your back, you carry them. And they know you are. Like, I didn't have my boss say to people, well, you know, man, look, they're the one that know it all. Bro, you ain't know? that some shit? I'm just the one making all the money. That ain't really no compliment. That's like a slap. In no, the it's not. It's, it's really not. It's not no compliment, man. But I didn't had it said, bro. I didn't had it. Dumb, you'd be like, yeah, yeah. you can say I know everything. But then yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. And I'd be looking like this motherfucker. But then you looking like, well, <laughs> if I know everything, why the fuck you my boss? Right, exactly. You why know, and it makes feel some kind of way, which lets you further know what we talking about about putting energy in unnecessary ass places. Exactly. So this is you know what I'm saying. Switch when I came back. And it just hit me. It was my epiphany. It was like my aha moment. As my man Russell Bronson would say, it was my aha moment. I came back, and I wasn't going to take the job because I had grew a fabulous beard. And at the time, Ingles <laughs> uh, was the only motherfucking grocery store on the planet Earth that would not let you grow a full beard. You had to have, like, that damn um, stripper mustache or that cop mustache. I was like, man, I ain't I went up there, and I was... I saw Tag. I was like, man, you over here now? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's what's happening, man. You right down the street from the crib. He's like, bet. I'm like, man, well, you need, you know, you need some help because I'm looking for a part-time because I need something to help me fund my business so I can get all these other programs that I need right. to implement. Right. He was like, hey, yo. He said, yo, I know your work ethic, bro. you like, just put it in. He said, just put in the app. I'll hire you on the spot because I already know. Uh, give a little history. When I Actually, I was a manager at GNC when I first moved to Georgia. But then they got they, they got fucking crazy with it and left me in the store by myself. And that shit was just crazy. So I ended up leaving there and I went to Ingles and he was my first uh, manager. And then right. they shut down that store. I went to another store. Then we left for Cali, came back and he ended up taking over the store. So right. he was like, yo, I got you. I know your work because this is the crazy shit. It was a nigga there, right? Named Mike, Money Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and he was from the Chicago, nigga, but he was the fastest talking nigga. You know how niggas from Chicago talk fast. Yeah, no, so that nigga, yeah. Hey man, what's going on, man? What's going on? You know, you man. This no. is crazy right here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. This is crazy right here, boy. I'm like, but see, I could keep up with him. I knew you full right. of shit. I'm like, nigga, I'm from right. the shot too. I know when you're full of shit. Got you that shot swag. Shit, <laughs> you a full no, of shit, nigga. No, 
that's that shy shyster. Yeah, he is, yes, yes, yes. He's that nigga. He's the nigga that run up on you. Hey, so I ain't got one of them right now, but you take me to ATM right now, man. I got to call right. and leave it right now. I, I got you. Get a, I got you. Uh, a story about twenty dollars. Yeah, $20, and I'll come right back, and I'll give you 40 He that nigga. <laughs> so this is the crazy part. Before I left, I was working with that nigga, right? And I had that nigga. I made his job 20 times easy, right? Mm. With less energy. 20 when I was going ham before I, we went right. to Cali. Come back, talk to Tag, a whole new manager, and I ain't there for almost a year. This nigga talking all kind of shit about me. <laughs> Man, what? Nigga slamming my, oh, yeah, he ain't going to do no work. He going to come in. You know, he's good people. He ain't going to do no work. That nigga ain't going to work at all. This <laughs> <laughs> is the same nigga I didn't help. Right. The point where this nigga had like 15 jobs off Right, time. exactly. That nigga was an Uber and a Lyft driver. <laughs> that nigga worked at Ingles, was an Uber and a Lyft driver, and he was the delivery man for Marco. <laughs> this motherfucker was crazy. I was, <laughs> so I was like, all right. I looked at Tag Tag Tell. I said, Mike said that about me. I was like, man, look, I ain't even shocked. But at the end, at the end of the day, I said, nigga, you see that you can just go look at the numbers, bro. You can look at Frozen when they put me in Frozen with him and how his shit skyrockets. You can look at Derry when it was just me right. and Derry and see how I tripped with they motherfucking say. Right. So Tag was like, man, look, I already know you work at the nigga. When you want to start? Like, all this shit the nigga said about me. Tag was like, nigga, when you want to start? I know you work at the I said, nigga, I ain't starting unless I keep my beard. But you. He was like, oh, yeah, it's good now. They had came up with a, a petition. I don't know. I know I signed the petition saying they need to let motherfuckers have beards. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I signed the petition. They had a petition go around. I like to think that my signature was the one that got that shit done. So <laughs> let, me, let me be great. And when I got back, niggas had beards. I thought everybody was about to quit. I said, oh, so y'all niggas on strike. Oh, okay. oh damn, y'all niggas on strike strike. Okay. <laughs> but long story short, the nigga ended up hiring my tag, hired me back. And then my mindset from there on out was, I know how to do this shit with my eyes closed. I've been doing this right, shit since man. I was 15. Yeah. So it was like, now my nine to five, you know what I'm saying? That full time of mindset was gone. And I knew my purpose because I had been working in it. I had been right. helping people. Right. I saw that like exactly what I was capable of doing. By me helping just one person, they got a family. So by me helping them, you have helped the entire family. Right, exactly. So that one turned exactly. to maybe four or five people, and then four or five right. people might have been stressed out over the one person that was fucking up, and that helped the other 10. You see what I'm saying? I saw how powerful that was. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to use this motherfucking job to fund my shit. And then that's, that's when the switch happened. Instantly. It was like, all right, this nine to five or this part-time is not a part-time. It's a financial investor. It's a backer. Now mm. my job that everybody see as their main thing, that yeah. became my financial investor, like my financial, yo, this is going to get me through. This is my part-time. This is going to help me aid in my big shit. So when you right. go to work now, instead of giving 120%, I only get like, all I have to give is like maybe 20, right. most 30%. That's most, right. But energy-wise, it might seem like it's only 20 and 30% that I'm giving. Right. But the Earth, the effort and what gets done is 120%, like 120% of work because what I supposed to do is done. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so you have to make the mind, you have to switch and understand that your nine to five or your job that you hate, but you know how to do, you have to go in there and understand that this is your energy. So you got to protect it at all costs. Go in that motherfucking knowing what it is. Well, you know, know what? That, 
you know what do you write about that and going there knowing what it is don't go in right. there like yo this is my sole purpose in life going there motherfucker no. like i i know what no. i'm meant to do right this is going to this is my financial investor right here right. this is my guaranteed financial look, investor right here that's going to help me aid my purpose look bro this the 9 to 5 to me is the pump at the gas station okay i know my car needs gas when it's getting close to E, right? That's what that is to me, okay? Because you got to change your whole mindset, your whole mentality. Like, like you said, I had that flip moment too, where it was like, okay, this used to mean a means for my family. But I'm looking at this all wrong, right? Because this really ain't my shit. This ain't my shit. This is a stop off, okay? This is I stopped off. I need to take the pump, put it in there, fill me up on some gas so I can get my shit done. You know what I'm saying? Because the car is really what's getting you from point A to point B to point C. You know what I'm saying? The gas just helps along the way. Facts. So I'm looking at this whole job thing, and you know my whole thing being no more nine to five. Fuck a nine to five. Okay, because, hey, I want to do my purpose. I told somebody the other day, they was like, well, D, how you feel about retirement? I was like, I don't, you know, I don't believe in retirement. They was like, well, what you mean? I was like, because I'm going to die doing what I love to do. There it is. You feel That's what I'm saying? actually a part of an ancient Japanese um, philosophy, the Ikigai. Right. That's a I ain't retiring. What the fuck? If you you ain't never read the Ikigai, go, either re go read the Ikigai or listen to the Ikigai philosophy. It's a right. beautiful book. And what it talks about is how um, it researched. It was a guy who researched like all the um, civilizations that lived the longest. And one of the main things they do to continue is they never stop working in what they want to do. Like they right. just never stop and they don't right. retire. They keep going right. because it's something that they love. And yeah. if you notice, even people here in this culture, when they retire, they don't really retire. No, they don't. No. I know not. so many motherfuckers who say they retired right. and, and they ass retired. in my store like three yeah. months later. I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing here? You can pull your retirement. They'd be like, man, I got bored at the house. I yeah. I mean, as long as you got life in your body, I mean, look, God got a plan. No matter what stage you in, you know what I'm saying? No matter what stage you in. And then, you know, Really, retirement is another system. We don't need the bank on that. And a lot of people do. they like, hey, when I retire, I'm going to start getting that money in, this, this, and this. Yeah, but that's all the government, too. You feel what I'm saying? That's all another system. So if they pull that shit and say, hey, we ain't fucking with retirement, then you fucked. Because you ain't got no plan. You know and what I'm the saying? We got now, nigga. That oh, shit's not the gun. Yeah. That motherfucker, look, you and that's you go get a wall built around your shit. <laughs> that's twelve hundred we've been getting. Nigga. That's coming straight out of Social Security. Y'all niggas might work. That shit is right. down. Nigga, you like, owe me. You owe me. How was we going to fund this? <laughs> Trump, he said, pull it. Oh, shit. I say you pull it from the Social Security. <laughs> no, D. I don't really think they need that anymore. They're struggling right now. They might not even live. Oh, people are dying anyway. No, but before D. you die, go vote. He was, like, vote. he was like, you, you retire? Wrong. <laughs> you actually, actually, you're fired from retirement. Right. You were fired from retirement. So I say to all my people out there listening, I used the Social Security fund to make sure you had that $1,200 check. When times was hard during the pandemic, hate me now. Oh. Say what you want. <laughs> but you didn't hate me when I gave it to you twice. 
Did you? No. No. Oh, you. shit. No, but that's the truth. On. You cheer me on. <laughs> but that's the truth, man. I keep telling people, look, don't get caught up in that shit. All right? Do not get caught up in it. If they giving you that money, use that shit like the gas station, okay? Yeah, pay all my bills. Pay you your motherfucking bills, bills off. Stack. Okay? Be I'm smart, smart. right? And I stack. That way, paying bills is simple now. Catch up, nigga. Right. That's I right. use that shit to pay it's all the Catch up period, man. Because you never know what's going to come after that. Bro, I can have that shit back to the IRS because I owe them niggas. When you get to a certain say, bracket... Bro? What? Here you go. I'm returning you your money. When you get into a certain bracket, motherfuckers <laughs> like to say you owe. Even yeah, though, so I'm, I'm returning your money. So right? I just like, oh, I get that? Okay, cool. I'm going to use this to pay them niggas back. Here goes your money back, and um, I don't owe you shit. <laughs> Here goes your motherfucking money. There you go. There, there you go. So, my nigga, you said it best. Get your motherfucking money. Cause, uh, yes. No. You, know, you got that shit back, bro. You know, look, people so got aspect, let, me, let me just be clear. First aspect, when it comes to energy and we going with nine to fives, a way yeah. to switch and what I try to like help coach people in is look, if you know what your purpose is, or even if you don't, but you know your purpose ain't your nine to five, make the mentality to switch. Okay, you have this nine to five. That's what pay your bills. Okay. So look right. at it as a financial backing. Understand that you only have to exert as much energy that it takes to get the job done. You don't right. have to give it nothing else because that's it's a like controllable stress, but at the same time, it's a uncontrollable stress. I talk about this in my book, but it can be controllable to the point where you don't have to stress out over the stupid shit that people do at your job. Especially right. if you know what you're doing, what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, they can come bitch, moan, and all that shit to you. But when you know you're doing what you're doing, just do what you do. Just be like, all right, cool. Blow that shit off. And just do what you do. Me, I mean, motherfucking time, motherfucking came to me and was just bitching. Uh, just bitching. I didn't got demoted because I didn't give a fuck what I'm <laughs> like, I was gonna be I didn't. I have literally got demoted and didn't know it until, like, uh, the, the day a nigga say, oh, yeah, I'm the new manager. I'm like, oh, shit, you are? Yeah, damn, that was my job. Okay, well, cool. So it's like, I didn't got demoted because I didn't listen to managers because I knew my way right. was working. Right. So it's like, you know, do what the fuck you do. Because they ain't going to look. One thing I know for sure, when you a fucking asset and you get it done, they're not going to, like, fire you. Unless well, you, you know what? Extreme shit. They're not going to fire you unless you do some extreme, stupid shit. You said something there, D, when you just said what you said, because, okay. Oh, give me a motherfucking round of applause. I don't even remember what I said, nigga, but I'm going to clap it up. We're going to clap it up for that. We got to give it, baby. But, okay, look, look, you said, okay, these motherfuckers know you're an uh, asset. They are not going to fire you, which is the truth, because they know they need you. See, they know they need you. You know, it's but it's the same fucking shit, D. It's the same shit, even in our culture, bro. Like we talked about not too long ago. Okay, white and black. Man, look, they couldn't really off our ass off our ass because they knew they needed our ass. Like you said, they wasn't going to pick that goddamn cotton. They wasn't going to pick that cotton. You think they about to pick that cotton, okay? They wasn't about to do none of that shit. Look, they wasn't even going to feed their own motherfucking kids. Our black women. uh, (laughs) When Jay rolled up on that horse. You know what? But I don't get that shit. Not my niggers. Right, <laughs> he I don't James get free man. He can ride a horse. Not Look, my my niggas. He can't. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get how you can hate black people, but my wife's titty is 
the life source to your white baby. Okay. It's that a life. A, um, you you yeah. not you not gonna put your own in your baby's mouth, okay? My beautiful black queen, queen, okay, is going queen queen. Let me put that ass on there, guy. Put the ass on that chest, nigga. Put that out. motherfucking ass on there. Okay, look, black woman. that's right. Them queens, them beautiful black queens, okay, they put they titties, titties. in these white babies' mouths. Public hands. No, I'm what are you saying? Okay. What 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 kind of sense? they always knew they needed? And what what did you become? What did you become? A source of energy for them. You are they battery. Source of energy. You they battery. You use the wrong shit. The source of energy, nigga. Right. Not a source. The right. the yeah, look of and look. The only reason the real talk because they feared us so much. But in order to control us, they had to pump fear into us. Not that they could off off everybody, because hell no, we can't do that. Hell okay, no. we're not going to off everybody, but we're going to kill some of these motherfuckers because we the need thing. to let them know. The uh, older you get, the older you get, the older you, the more you realize that the only reason that a lot of this shit is going how it's going is because it was a hell of a head start. Oh, most of that. <laughs> it was a hell of a head start, nigga. That, that's... That's pretty much the ball game right there. It's but like, all it like, takes is the flip of a switch, baby. It's like you know if a nigga had a five-mile race on you and they already ran four of those miles and you just started. That's you know what? Play. I was talking to our mother earlier. It's in the hell, baby. Oh, most definitely. I was talking to our mother earlier, D. And uh, this, this really goes into this source of energy. I'm so glad you chose this topic. Energy, baby. Um, the, what the white man don't understand is that there's an evolution to shit. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> there's been so many motherfucking races that's been just fucking, you know, eradicated off this bitch. They, not, they don't even fucking exist no more. It's extinct. Okay? All right? So, you know, we might not get your ass. Okay? But... There comes a time throughout history where them races is wiped the fuck out and it's just evolution. You know, they're going to look around and be playing these games and next thing you know, we're going to be sitting around talking stories like, damn, you remember when it was white folks on Earth? <laughs> Boy, you stupid. <laughs> Boy, you stupid. What happened to them motherfuckers, man? They, uh, they don't exist no more. <laughs> the the look, earth look, was without form mom. and void, and the, darkness was upon the face of right. the <laughs> I told Darkness. Mom, black, this. nigga, black. That's what I mean. <laughs> Think of all the white women who having sense right now, okay? They own these brothers because they know. They like, shit, nigga, you, you ain't going to be here long. I got to make sure I have a life. You know what? So you know what? I'm not doing it. I'm, not doing it. Right. I'm switching. I'm switching over. To Where that Mendigo at? Nobody with that what? I'm not Mendigo. doing that. So I'm switching over to. Uh, I'm switching. I'm switching to a different form, a different talk of energy. I'm I not mean. going there. So uh, all right. So for those who have a nine to five, just to uh, give you a staple here. For those who have a nine to five, if they hate, understand what the nine to five is for. Know that that's not your purpose. Right. And until you, even if you don't know what your purpose is at the moment, understand that your nine to five is not your purpose. So going Amen. there, understanding that until you figure it out, that is just a financial backing. It's an investment. Fact. 
So Fact. go in and give the only amount of energy that you need because you don't need Fact. a lot. You don't need a lot to get the job done, especially if you've no. been there for years. No, you don't. Need, you don't. Uh, a lot to get that job done. And that's with any field. It doesn't matter. It's evergreen. It applies to every field that you're in, unless your field is your purpose, like nurses or teachers or police officers or things like that. When that's your purpose, then, yeah, you give that energy, but it's a different type of energy. When it's, when it's your purpose, then you're supposed to give 120. When you're a nurse and that's your purpose and your purpose is helping people, then you're supposed to give 120 over 80. When you're a teacher and you know that's your purpose, you're supposed to get that energy. But if you're just teaching because you really want to be something else, then give what's required to make sure that the people who are under you get what they need All and right. then fuck it. You know what I mean? It is what it so is. What it, it ain't just like you said, make sure the people get what they need. So we going back to outside the job. Okay. Um, like you said, we we've been the type, and I, I get this up to our dad, because our dad was always one, A, not to say anything about our women, but he always raised us to look, hey, you need to know how to do, how to iron your own clothes, wash your own dishes, cook your own food. You know, you need to know these things. Okay. Oh, you should need you fact. shouldn't need anybody for these things. Okay. And he made sure that that was something that was pumped into us. Okay. So we ain't See never reason been why I'm OCD. Right. You we ain't never been them kind of brothers that need or felt like we needed somebody. But my wife brought something to my attention because that made it hard for her. And what she brought to my attention was you don't Ted Riley never come like you need something. Oh, well, sorry about that, y'all. But you understand what I'm saying? Like, it made me look like, damn, okay. Well, if I'm not letting her know that she needed, then where am I really putting that energy? Because she feel like she ain't needed right now. You feel what I'm saying? This is supposed to be my help me, but she feel like she ain't needed to be but see that ain't that that see that's the thing then she has to go through sis would have to understand that if that's taken care of then there's other areas that you can just be peace focus your energy on being peace like for instance me and jay jay know i know right they ain't finna clean like that right so but at the same time i'm going to clean like that so it's like yo it's okay. You know what I'm saying? That ain't like, if you do clean that, if you ever do clean for anybody who know me and stay with me and lives with me, they know off top, nigga, if you do the dishes, Oh my God, I am the most grateful motherfucker on earth. If a nigga <laughs> do the dishes, nigga, I'll be like, Oh my God. I come, I damn near cry. And motherfucker, be like, oh my God. What the fuck? But see my thing for me being OCD or borderline OCD anyway, I don't need you to clean because I do that for my sanity, for my peace. I come home and clean. Like I can't even sleep if my kitchen or my house is in a certain way. Like, that makes sense, bro. That makes sense. Like, so I don't need you to do that. I do that for my peace, but you can also be my peace. Okay. If, if you feel like what you were bringing to the table was cleaning and I take care of that, then just be my peace. You, you, know, what? Be- you know what? What you just said, man, before my wife, and this is a true story. I'm about to tell you. Um, before my wife, none of the women I, I was with was cleaners. All of them was just, I was the main one cleaning, washing, doing all that, right? I met my wife, and I remember um, our first year, I went out of town to go and get, 
you know, my daughters, <clears throat> right? To bring them back down here. You remember? Yeah. Man, when I got back to the house, I had gave her a key to the house. You know, she was just my girl at that time. She wasn't my wife. But, bruh, when I came in the house, she had adjusted everything. And I mean in a great way. She folded all my shirts and shit like you go in a store. And they folded and stacked. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of them replenishing moments, bro, because I had never had no shit. You know, motherfuckers just been draining on me, bro. Mm. And it made me look at some shit like, damn. Man, I mean, my shit was for, you know how shirts be folding when you go to the store all neat and stacked yeah. like pancakes. You know what I'm saying? Like you said pancakes. Well, you, you know kid. how a neat, neat pancake pr- presentation that look. That's just yeah. that fat kid. But I'm with it because I'm a fat you kid. You want my nigga, but put that maple on it. Look, all I'm saying is, man, I ain't, I had never had any fucking thing like but that. But see, you know what that did? That gave you a source of replenishing your energy. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. That's what I'm talking about, that energy. And even though I felt like at that time, because I didn't know any better, I didn't need it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I could do this shit myself. But when she did it, it's like you said, somebody doing the dishes. I was like, what in the fuck? This is wonderful. But you see, you know right, what I'm right, saying? let's transition. I'm going to transition when it comes to relationships. Then We're going from job to relationships. We've already handled a staple with how to handle your nine to five, if you know that ain't your purpose, and how that. to protect your energy. But when they it know. comes to relationships, right? A mm-hmm. good book that you put me on. Yes. Was the five love languages. Yes. Fire book. Anybody who ain't ever listened or read it, fire. Do both. But here's the thing about that. All right. Because of that, because a lot of people read a lot of fucking books, like, and this is a pet peeve of mine. It's cool if you read a lot of books, that's what's up. Or you listen to a lot of books, okay. But if you don't implement none of the motherfuckers, I don't give a fuck how much you read. Right. You ain't implement none of the information, then nigga, you are no more, you suck. Right. Right. You just got a, you like a vault of information that you never use. Now, how fucking great does that sound? But anyway, <laughs> within the five love languages book, right? That's a great way in relationships to understand how to, how to regenerate your energy right. off of your spouse. So let's right. say if you feel like your spouse is draining your energy, right? The five love languages, it actually gives you a test. It's an app and everything. Right. You can um, actually figure out Without like it takes out the guesswork because a lot of niggas, uh, communication and understanding right. is like communication is the biggest thing when it comes to relationships. If that's off, then everything's off. It don't fucking matter. I believe that, but bro. if you know what your spouse likes, it eliminates a lot of the energy draining shit. Facts. For instance, uh, gift giving, I believe, and um, it was gift giving and uh, what's the other one? It's like personal, uh, not personal, but uh, what's that other love language? Affirmation. Not aff- yeah, affirmation is a good one. It's not affirmation. It ain't acts of service. It ain't um, receiving gifts. It's uh, quality time. Quality time. Those are my wife's. Mine is quality time and um, acts of affirmation. That's how I receive right. yes. Yes. energy. Yes. Like that's because I don't, no, physical touch. 
<laughs> Damn, so physical what, touch bro, and look, quality time. I can't, my main I can't express that enough when you hit on that physical touch. Physical bro. touch, and, that, and it ain't, I ain't talking about fucking and all that. It looks like, like actual embracing. Yeah. If you know me, you know I'm a hugger. Yeah. So I'm gonna yeah. hug the fuck out. It's like I love to embrace and be embraced. So physical touch and um, quality time. Like, yeah. even if we ain't talking, but we just in that motherfucker watching a movie. Right. That means right. a lot. And then, so that eliminates a lot of the guesswork in your relationship. Right. You feel me? Like, okay, if you know that your wife what really makes her happy or your husband what really makes him happy is that quality time, then it eliminates the guesswork and you know how to replenish their energy. It's just by giving them quality time. Period. Right. Right. You know no, I, I agree, bro. You know, so look. in your relationship with your wife, I would suggest that you get that book or if you don't want to get the book or listen to the book and you just feel like, you know, well, nigga, I suggest that you follow for the four agreements that I follow and you don't assume you would be brave enough to ask the question. And I second that. I ask the question. That. Like, all right, so what do you like? You know, so just ask, even if you feel like you asking that at the moment and y'all have been together for years, you asked it at the moment to make you look like you never really knew your spouse. Ask the question. If you're unsure, y'all ain't happy and you feel drained, ask a question. What do you like? And right. let them know, look, this is what I like. Right. That way, I ain't saying you're going to always get it right 100% of the time, but at least you fucking know and you take out the guesswork because that's what, that along with not knowing how to detach from your workplace, and when you come home, like yeah. that's a rule of mine. When I yeah. come home, the energy that I exert at work, that 20%, I leave it there. So when I come home, you know what I'm saying? Even if I'm at 80, I don't go under 80. It's either 80 or 120. Or Wait. sometimes, nigga, it's 240 when I come home. Well, but. You know what, D? I always tell my wife, it ain't no way I'm going to work. And I'm giving these motherfucking busters, okay, 100, 110%. And then I come home to you and I have nothing. Exactly. There's no way. And then, you know, the other thing, D, that people got to understand that's draining even on that energy tip, and I'm glad you're using percentages because you're using 80%, 20%. 80-20 People got to understand this, too. Too much of anything can still turn out to be draining. And I say that to say you get too much sleep. That shit draining. You don't wake the fuck up drained. Okay. You stay out in the sun too long. You gonna be drained. Okay. It, it, it's too much of anything that even may seem like it's a good thing. It's still it, it might just become too much. So you know? okay. I like how you gotta I, have a balance. Let's say it way. All right. So let's go to in my opinion, it's four quadrants of health. You oh, look at health in a holistic oh, way with a W, shit. not an H. Hold on. Four the claws on that shit. Yeah. Yes. If you get the book, the little gray book to being dope. I, I teach you how to look at your health with six, six six secrets. Look at your health in a holistic way. And one of the things is I break down your health in four quadrants. All right. You got physical, mental, spiritual, and then you have what I call personal, right? All right. So let me break this down for y'all energy-wise. Okay. Physically, just in the physical aspect of your health. You have subcategories in there. So, like I said in the book that I wrote, there are it's a wide variety. It's a wide agreement that when it comes to physical health, is eighty percent nutrition, twenty percent physical activity. But actually, in my opinion, it's 
50% nutrition, then it's 25% physical activity and 25% recovery, which is your rest. Now, if you look at that in energy-wise, just physical, just in the physical right. element of your health, nothing else, your energy comes from a calorie. Now, a lot yeah. of people look at calories as, you know, you, you got your carbs, you got your fats, you got your proteins. If you drink alcohol, you get empty calories, which means you're not getting no uh, nutrients or minerals from it aspect right. of it right all right but a calorie in simplest terms without that all uh, mumbo jumbo shit a calorie is nothing but what your body um turns to to right. burn right for energy right. that's what a calorie is. a calorie is nothing more than what your body uses to burn as a source of energy so right. look at that you can use a you then you know then you can take it from there what you're putting into your body nutrition wise which is 50 percent of the physical aspect of it is the energy that you're going to be able to exert just in the physical plane. So if you're consuming bullshit, don't expect to have the best energy. That's just one thing right. to it. Okay, right. now if you flip that to the mental side of your health, you have what I call two, it's 50-50 when it comes to the mental side of your health. And it's controllable, right. which is, and then it's uncontrollable. When it comes to uncontrollable, that deals with shit that I call uh, certain things like your, it's certain aspects in your nine to five. It's right. death in the family, your right. family itself, like your wife and kids. When shit happened like that, uncontrollable stress hits. And people don't understand. Your stress response can be triggered quickly and subconsciously. Like, you don't even know that you're stressing Fact. to a certain level. Now, what happens, uh, this is what happens when you stress. When you stress and don't know it, your body goes into a certain mode, fight or flight mode, right? So it sends a signal to the brain. And that signal signals your brain to release cortisol and other chemicals in the body that's telling your body that even though it's a minor stress, it's telling your body that you're in flight or flight mode and your body is going to go into survival mode. And survival mode means it's going to hold on to the main thing that your body needs to survive and that's fat. So let's say, for instance, just uh, to take the physical and the mental and you put it together, right? Right. Let's just say... You uh, you just worked out, but then you fucked around. And you ate like a piece of candy. Now you're stressing out that you ate this piece of candy after you ate, uh, worked out. Your body just went to fight or flight mode subconsciously, and it's releasing these chemicals. And you're gonna hold on to everything else after that point as fat. Fat. You just worked out, okay. But then on the flip side, see this is how the body works. The human body is a motherfucker. It's beautiful though. It's a it's just like a computer or a car when you learn it. Yeah, right, it so, is, buddy. But it's controllable. If you take that same piece of this thing, like uh, for instance, a good example is let's say peach cobbler. You know, grand, you know, granddad used to make some fire oh, peach cobbler, right? Fire peach cobbler, baby. So we connect yeah. that memory, <clears throat> right? That <clears throat> memory releases endorphins in us because it is connected to a beautiful thing. It's no stress right. there, right? right? So let's say you just worked out, and then you see a fire piece of peach cobbler. All right, so now you got a decision to make mentally and what signals you're going to send to the body. Mm -hmm. And this can, now this is physical, mm -hmm. mental, and then it deals with spiritual because with me, when it comes to the spiritual quadrant, in my opinion, your spiritual element of health consists of your religious or spiritual, or your uh, spiritual or religious beliefs, your value and moral system and your emotions and how all that connects to form your perspective. So like, right. all right. Let's just say you see this peach cobbler. And for us, peach cobbler connects us back to our granddad who has passed away. And it gives back great memories. 
Yes. There is. So, like, when we eat it, if we was to eat that piece of peach cobbler, we have two choices. Then we can be guilt, feel guilty about eating it, which is going to release the stress mechanism right. chemicals in our body. And it's right. going to cause us to hold it as fat, or we're going to connect it to the great memories. Right. That release those endorphins, which is going to connect it to the nourishment. And it's not going to hold the same. See, people don't understand your body is truly a temple. It's a motherfucker when you get to researching it and you really get into the mechanics of it. Right. And then, but see, all that goes back to how you exerting that energy. And then the last quadrant is personal. And what I say with personal is, nigga, that's what you do. Learn what your personal shit is that you don't let anybody else really interfere or get involved with. For me, personal shit that I do to release stress. Just think of shit that you do that helps you release stress. Some people is making music. Some people is listening to music. For me, I can make music or I can edit shit or I can like, you know, engineer some shit. I can go for a walk. I can work out. Listen to an audio podcast. (laughs) Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Podcast. These things are important because those are your natural stress relievers. So like even if you get to the mode where you subconsciously activate your fight or flight mode stress-wise, if you can get to something along with breathing, which I talk about in my book, but <laughs> yeah, say it right. way to the book every time, nigga. Don't worry about it. It'll be free. It'll be available <laughs> for free so y'all ain't worry about it. But uh, if you can get a control of your breathing, because that's one way to eliminate stress, but also figure out what are your stress relievers and do those. You know what I'm saying? Because everything's not your purpose. Some things can be a passion to help aid your purpose. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, like man. this right here, doing these podcasts and stuff right. like this. I went to school to do shit like this, right? But I knew at the time I thought it was my purpose. But then I got into my purpose, which is helping people figure out the, or aid them to becoming the best version of themselves by helping them figure out this shit called health. Became That's my purpose. I know it is because that's what I'm passionate about. But this, well, that's my purpose, and I'm passionate about that. But I'm also passionate about this, but I would never charge for shit like this, or I would never make this a way of, like, making money because that would ruin it for me. You see what I'm saying? When I was doing music, I couldn't even find it in my heart to charge a motherfucker because I didn't want to charge them. I just wanted them to listen. That was my therapy. Right. Think of things that help you release your stress, and then that will help you in terms of dealing with it health-wise when it comes to your energy. You know what, Dean? Now, I wanted to uh, speak on something, man, and you experienced with me, but it's pertaining to everything that you just said. A lot of people don't know, and then some of our listeners do know, that last year around in October, uh, I woke up and just could not walk. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, okay. I remember that shit. So now I'm going to talk about pain and the way it drains your energy. Okay? Gotcha. Um, and my brother, he talks about the health aspect and the emotional and the spiritual. The things you experience when you're in that amount of pain, okay, can be draining in so many ways. Um, emotionally, it was, man, I, I can't do for my family. You know, I, I can't get up from here. How how are we going to make it? You know what I'm saying? That was nice, man. Well, I wanted to just take myself out the game because I was in so much pain. I couldn't lay my head down. I, I couldn't do anything, you know. 
Um, and my brother, I tell y'all, that was a rough period, man. Um, I couldn't even wash myself up. I couldn't exert any energy. So just imagine, y'all, we take for granted, okay, being able to place that energy on our purpose, right? But just imagine if you had no energy to give anything. And I've been there where I didn't have any energy. I'm trying to find some energy. And I had to depend on my wife. Like, my wife became my feet. I had to depend on my brother. Like, my brother washed my body. You know, when you get to that point, okay, where you can't even exert it, you know, and I know uh, uh, some people might feel me, some people not, but man, that takes on a whole nother level of things. You can't take this energy thing for granted. You can't. You got to start doing your purpose now because you don't know how long you're going to have or how much time is given to you to be able to do this. Okay, everything my brother's talking about, everything, he's correct. Okay, and the body, man, it'll play all kinds of things because I never expected. I was walking fine the day before. I was okay. But I woke up out of my sleep and couldn't even step down. Okay, so take it seriously, y'all. Listen, listen, man, it, it, it's, it's rough on that other side. Because that you can get to a point where you don't even know how and you wishing and you praying for energy because you need it just to survive. And it plays on everything. So I wanted to throw that in there, man. D, I know you know, you know, that's not a, a place we normally want to go back to, but I just felt like with everything you were saying that is of the utmost importance because people don't understand that hey, it can come a point where you just don't have it. You know, you just don't have it. My brother held me and, and he was on the floor just to make sure I, I could, was able to sit down safely. Okay. I need y'all to understand. It took me an hour and a half on the day I was supposed to go and have surgery for this. Okay, just to get down two stairs. You know, it it you gotta understand. You gotta understand. My wife, like I said, my wife put her feet under my feet and had to walk me. It, my mother, oh my god, my mom. Y'all, listen to me. Oh mama came in and handed the business. Yeah, listen to me, y'all. Okay. Y'all got even pop, man. Pop showed up. I didn't have that. Financial end at that time, Pop showed up like, don't worry about that financial end, baby. We got this. You know what I'm saying? But at that time, I'm saying that to say, I didn't have no energy for nothing. I couldn't exert it into anything. I couldn't exert it into anything, bro. Nothing. And here I am tonight on this podcast with my brother, okay, after not knowing, man, where I was going to be back in that time. All right. Do not use your energy that you have. Okay. In vain. 
Clap it up for that. Let's clap it up for that, goddammit. Yes, sir. You needed that in life. Yeah, that yes, was crazy as fuck. Yes. That was yes. crazy ass time. No, man. Nigga was what, pretty much paralyzed. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I was gone. I mean, look, without y'all, man, I, I wouldn't have made it through. If I had to do that by myself, bro, no, no, man, no. And your environment, that's another thing that fucks with your energy. But yeah. it can either drain you or it can replenish you. Right. And there's a lot that can replenish your energy. Uh, I'm going to go a couple of more when it comes to what drains your energy. And then I want to give, you know, I don't just give shit that drain. I want to give you solutions. So I gave you a solution to your job. Go on that bitch and treat it like an investment or an investor and give it 20% that make it look like 100% because you know what the fuck you're doing. Relationship-wise, if you're not willing to read the books or you're not willing to actually get to know what your relationship like, uh, spouse like with them and you're not willing to ask the question, then I can't help you. But if you're willing to not assume and ask the, and you can actually have the courage to ask the question, even if it's been years, you can eliminate a lot of the problems. That way you will be able to replenish each other energy. Main right. thing with relationships, though, let me, make, let me make this clear. You can't go in depending. You have to go in. You can't go in 50-50 equal 100. You got to go in 100 and 100 equals 200. That's it, you bro. You can't, let it. me make that clear. You can't go right. in, I'm half, you have, and us together means whole. No, you bro. go in, I'm whole, you whole, and us together equals a whole another motherfucker because we got that much energy. Let, let me say something on that too, D. Just, I want to touch on that too. For everybody out here who does that 50-50 thing, let, let, me, let me make something clear, okay? You don't know what you measure up to. You might have measured up 50 or 100% to somebody else, but that does not mean that measures up with everybody, okay? So people need to learn that, okay? Because everybody always make that 50-50, I give 100-100, but what is that measured by? Okay, your relationship with somebody else is not your relationship with me. So what was 100% with somebody else does not have to be 100% with me and vice versa. Okay, I, you can say you gave 100% of your energy to that, but that doesn't mean that measures up the same here. Every house you move into uses a certain amount of energy or more. Okay, when you step up a caliber or a room or anything like that, your energy goes up, okay? That bill goes up. So if I came from a one-bedroom to a five-bedroom, the energy bill ain't going to look the same, okay? Because it's measured differently, all right? So a lot of people need to make sure when they saying them percentages, okay, know where you were with that percentage, but that don't mean that's where you are with that percentage. Ah. Okay, I drink to that. Um, drink so to that bro. relationship. That's jobs. Uh, I handled. We covered uh, as far as like, well, you know, kind of shortly covered. But when it comes to the different quadrants of your health, yes, how to uh, protect your energy. When it comes to that, things that you can't control, control it. Uncontrollable stress. Find out what your personal stress relievers are, and when it comes to uncontrollable stress, dealing with family, kids. And stuff like that. Learn how to death in the family. You have yeah. to learn how to connect. Yes. To the fact. positive part. That's of fact. Like, you have to, because there's no getting around it. Yes. There's no getting around that. So you have to learn how to figure out what's personally your source of stress reliever, and then stick to it. 
Don't ever let it go for nobody. If you right. like weird shit, like pretending that you a Harry Potter character, do it. Your spouse should need to understand that because that's the way that you. Hey, that's how you do it. That's how you release stress. And that's if you right. write a good way to release stress that most people don't do and it actually helps is to take something that's internal and act like, you know, it's internal inside and you make it external. So what you do is, let's say you have a deep rooted feeling inside that's internal, but you can't touch and you can't see, but you know, this is how you feel and you know how to put it into words. Get a sheet of paper, write it down, write your words down in a sheet of paper. Now you just transmuted that feeling to paper. It's a physical form. This is how you feel. Take that paper. If it's negative, ball it up, burn that bitch. Now you just literally transmuted that energy that was internal to external on something that was physical, tangible that you can touch, and then you got rid of it. Fact. It's a therapeutic thing. If you ain't never did it, do it and continue to do it. Trust me, it helps. Before you get into any type of argument or altercation with somebody that you really care about, go through the scenario in your brain. Say everything negative and mean that you can say in your brain. Get all the emotions out of it as long as it takes. Then that way, when you actually approach the situation, you've already been through those emotions, so you'll be able to handle it logically. That's Fact. another solution. So I'm giving you solutions, and I'm giving you examples. Now, there are energy, uh, there are different type of energies that you need to look out for. Now, one of the books that I was put on by my brother, uh, uh, Jared Woods, Wooda as we call him, it was called The Celestine Prophecy, which is a required reading in my program. And it speaks on energy in a lot of different ways. But one of the ways is it talks about types of energy thieves. And I want y'all to be aware of these energy thieves because you run into them every day and don't really realize it. This is what I mean when I said earlier, way back when I said, niggas can be like vampires stealing your energy and you don't know it. Now, in that book, it breaks it down to four different energies. You have the intimidator, the aloof, the interrogator, and the poor me. All right, so for the intimidator, those are the people who take your energy by threats and then they force people to pay attention by using fear. So pretty much the bully. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Those yeah. are bullies. Yeah. They yeah. take your energy away from you by yeah, threatening so. you. But a good way to, uh, to like turn that on them is the motherfucker threaten you. Uh, for any of these, a good way to ask, the question to ask is why? Like, why are you mad? Like, you if know. a motherfucker mad at you and they come crazy as fuck, if you actually take the time to ask them, if you ain't, you know, unless you come down to throwing them hands, you know, you know, handle your business. But You already know. I don't do bullies. As I was saying, if they all talk, yeah, you know you ain't got to put them hands on them niggas. You ain't got to fade the niggas. Them Just, ask them why. Just ask them why. You know, so they come all mad at you. If you actually ask a nigga, well, nigga, why you mad? That fucks them up because now they got to explain to you. Right, man. A lot of people don't even know how to put it into words why they mad. They're just mad to be mad. Like, nigga, why you mad? Right. I learned that if you keep asking why, you get to the root of a lot of shit. Just yeah. keep asking why, but why are you that? And then, but why is that? Just keep asking why. If you really want to get to the root of some shit, just keep asking why. Ask why at least six times and you will get to the root of everything. The aloof is the motherfucker who, uh, they get their energy by acting like they, uh, like they kind of hard to get. This is like stuck up motherfucker. Uh, like they act like they stupid. They don't understand what's going on. Like, oh, really? That's right. what's going on? Oh, I didn't notice. It's those type of motherfuckers. Yeah. They like... tell like stories, like reluctant stories that you probably already heard. And you be like, bitch, well, I already know that. Like the aloof is <laughs> the motherfucker who try to, they try to play you stupid. It's the motherfucker that know you know the truth, 
Right, exactly. But they walk up to you anyway and tell yeah. you a bum ass story, but yeah. you know they lying. Like you can like women and men can attest to this. When you know you like your motherfucker lying to you, but you still sit back and let them tell the story. <laughs> but at the same time, that even by letting a motherfucker do that, understand that you are wasting your energy. Yes. Yes. I need you to understand that. Even if you, it may feel cool and funny at the time, but you literally wasting your energy. I agree. I'd rather just stop you before you even start. But hey, I'll like cut it out. As soon as I know you lying, hey, look, look, we could cut it out. I know the truth, dog. Let's not do that. Yes. I ain't even got time. Fact. You got the interrogator. They steal your energy by judging your ass. And then they oh. question everybody else. You know who it is. Oh, you yeah. Interrogator. Oh, look, you got more of them than anything else. You know, they're the motherfuckers who always find something wrong. Yeah. But I like to call negative ass people. Interrogative negative. Simple, negative, negative ass people. It is always something negative. Yes. Every Man. time you talk to them, it's always something negative. I don't I even want around. Eliminate me. those niggas out of your life because they drain your energy. Eliminate them right away. Right Facebook away. can be that type of person. I don't yes, know how many times yeah. I done told you. I didn't. I don't. I can't even express how many times I didn't fucking deleted my account off Facebook and then Man, got back on. on. But when you're trying to start a business, Facebook and shit like this is kind of necessary because social media and these platforms is how marketing is done now. It ain't done like the old ways when it comes to like telephone and like mailing niggas mail, actual physical mail. Uh, shit like that. You have to be social. But once you learn how to switch your mindset from consumer of social media to producer of social, producer of social media, then it gets easier. But social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that Snapchat. Be the business, baby. Nothing perfect. It's all fucking like it can be draining. Oh, most definitely. You can look on your timeline. I literally now, I, I had a whole bunch of friends when I first got on there. I deleted my account and had to start over from scratch. But it's like I get but to choose. Know, I I prefer to do that because I get to choose what the fuck is on my what I see. What I gotta I gotta say something to that, bro. Okay, my my thing is, man. Look, everybody ain't your motherfucking friend. Okay, really, you got a handful of friends. You know, I mean, I tell my kids that all the time. Yeah, you might have a thousand motherfuckers following you. Okay, but maybe one or two of them is your real friend. Okay, that's all that that's very well true. You letting all these thousand motherfuckers drain all your energy out. Now, what I will say is, I'm blessed to have more than that. Uh, I got people that I consider family, like you know what I'm saying, they actually fam, and then I actually do have fam on there, but uh, (laughs) it's like (laughs) I consider fam. Like when I started over, I was able to pick and choose. When you're young and dumb, you just accept everybody, but oh man, started back over, I was able to pick and choose who I wanted to see. And when they got outrageous, I just stopped following their ass and then I didn't have to see their timeline no more. But Facebook is one thing that's a gift and a curse because one way it keeps you connected to the people that you need to stay connected to and another way, you can see it's all type of negative shit. That, oh, yeah. Like, really waste your energy if you let it because that's a choice. That's a controllable stress. Let me be disclaimer. Social media is a controllable stress. You no, don't no, have right. to have it and you right. don't have to deal exactly. with it. Exactly. If you was born anytime in the 80s, right. <laughs> See, you below. in the 80s and below, you didn't even fuck, fuck that before. If you was born and able to use a computer before 2000, right? you didn't even have social media. 
Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even that big of a deal. You had the internet. You know. If you was born around when I was when we was born, nigga, you had the internet. You didn't have the internet, nigga. And then if you did, it was dial up when that shit came. And you had to make a decision if you wanted to use your phone, your house phone, or use the internet. And you know what, D? That's another thing, man. Like, to me, that's another system. Because like you said, man, before the 2000s, man, hey, look, your whole entire being was, even your game was different. Bro, okay? no, no, game? Look, nigga, you don't even want to get on game. I don't niggas even know don't even have game even, no more. Right, I don't even know if niggas even know what game he is now. Like, Bro, let me tell you what niggas for a number, boy, name. Let me you tell you know how bad it is nowadays when it comes because of social media. Like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, it's like you get a template for a motherfucker now. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But I'm gonna tell you how bad it is now, and why it's so fucking horrible. And I feel bad for women and men. Oh man, this, this is like bad. social media. Oh, it's based. bad, bro. Like. Bad. Back in the gap, nigga, you had to have conversations. You had right, to talk. like they don't talk. You had to get. This is what I actually seen this firsthand. Niggas will walk by. This is this is this is the energy that I. This is the stupidest way to use your energy in life for me. They will walk by a fine female, right. or vice versa. A female right. walk by a nigga who look good. They walk by, right. Not say a word. Exactly. Find them on a social media platform. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and then talk and away. hit them niggas up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hit a nigga up in the DM. I'm like, what hey, the fuck hit, is that? Wait, hey, I gotta hit the buzz on that, man. Please hit the buzz on that. <laughs> you will literally, you will walk by a nigga, not say nothing. Find <laughs> hope, hope that you find right. straight catfish. <laughs> And then be like, yo, I saw you, you know what I'm saying, walk by and shit. I ain't really had nothing to say then, but nigga, I got a whole fucking hour to talk now. <laughs> and we can get this yeah, shit we can get this shit going in this DM, baby. I got all kind of game when it comes to texting and typing. No, right, man. You look, and talk? then hey, hey, not in whole words, abbreviations. LOL, nigga. <laughs> SMH. I'm just SMHing right now, baby. Hello, oh, <laughs> no, like, social media, I tell you, it's a gift for entrepreneurs. It's a curse for the actual act of communication. Yeah, social media is made for communicating, but it actually like stunted communication. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rather yeah. talk to they will talk to you in, like forever on yeah. one of these social media platforms, yeah. but. It, they can't talk to you in person. They don't even know the first step of talking to. I've I've never understood that. I was like, how the fuck? I had youngins. Yeah. And they be like, yo, man. I be like, man, we we'll go talk to you. Like, no, man, I'm just gonna find out social media. Nigga, what? Right. <laughs> Nigga, she right there. <laughs> right. What She's you literally what? right there. But you know, <laughs> at the same time, I'm not gonna do that because I understand a lot of people. Uh, they shy. I'm not shy though. I'm the icebreaker. It's like, nigga, I don't give a fuck who you are. You know I, what? I'm gonna have a conversation with you. No, nah, we you got to face that fear. I'm sorry. Damn that. I look no nah, I because I ain't about shy, to bro. get on there with them, yeah, man. Yeah, like yeah, abbreviating, yeah. you know, a female is is the way to go. No. Bro, I, I ain't gonna say look, look <laughs> nah, I understand that people are like, nah. So what do you do? You go out to dinner with a finally, you know, after you talk to her on social media and y'all sit there and text each other over a meal. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you pull out the phone and be like, hey yo, how you liking your meal? <laughs> You looking no, you good. You take a picture. They take a picture. <laughs> right. This meal on point, nigga. 
They take a selfie. They take a selfie. Like, yo, this meal on point. That's how you get your accolades now. Look, I took that out. They don't tell the motherfucker they sit next to the meal on point. They don't actually say this meal on point. They just take a selfie and they put a caption. This meal was on point. But hey, look, look. For those who do that, Shame on your ass. <laughs> I'm not finna say nothing else. Shame on you. No, I'm not just a we fucking hit the shame. On y'all. We hit the buzzer. That's a fucking shame. You ever watch Family Feud? You get three X's, motherfucker. Bum, bum, bum. The fuck is wrong with you? I know, right? You know that's I mean? yeah, that's fucked up, D. I'm but sorry. See, that that's that that is using too much energy for me. Yeah. That's definitely using too social uh, media is probably like one of the main things that drains your energy period oh, yeah, social media does. man look and social media will drain your fucking energy D, this is no lie okay you talk about purpose right think of this when we talk about social media i know people man that gotta tell every fucking thing they do even our president bro okay he i don't understand every it. fucking thing you do so it's like you spend that much energy on social media that you can't even handle the country I don't know. First of all, that nigga's not my president. My president. But but you get what I'm saying, yeah, man. It's like, like damn. Right that nigga got gray hair. I'm nigga. in here. I'm taking a shit. <laughs> Wait, you can't say it like that. Hold on, let me get curious right quick. So <laughs> I'm in here defecating. Uh, <laughs> Wait, he don't know the old big ass words. I'm in here taking a boo boo and. <laughs> While I'm taking a potty, <laughs> I saw someone say MAGA is a bad thing. And you know what? You know what I have to say about that? MAGA oh. is not a bad thing, no. It's not. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I want to make America great. And if you look at the statistics of what I've been doing, America is, is functioning Properly, I mean, <laughs> coronavirus isn't real. Fake news. I know, right? <laughs> people are not dying. No one's died. <laughs> President, a lot of people died from coronavirus. Correction: Some people died. <laughs> like I said, it's too much unnecessary energy, bro. But see, at the same, that's a personal choice. That's why I say you have to. First of all. Figure it out. It's like, it's like, okay, if you don't like what you're seeing and what you're looking at, stop fucking looking at it. That's a that's a controllable stress that goes back to what I said. You have two quadrants. That's all mental when it comes to physical. The when it comes to your health holistically, that's all a mental choice. That falls into the mental aspect of your health. That's a controllable stress. If you don't like what the fuck you see on social media, stop fucking with social media. Take a social media break. I know a lot of people who do it. Stop looking at the news. The news is 99% of the time oh, fucking that's negative. That's draining. The media that's period, negative. Bro. If you look at the, the news period. 99% of the time, it's negative. Even if you look, even if you play the motherfucking lottery, if you yeah. don't win, guess what that is? Negative. So it's like shit. Right, right. exactly. You know it's negative. Learn what to give your energy to. Fuck all that. Nigga, I barely watch. I don't even watch TV. Yeah. I watch yeah. certain shows like Supernatural. Right. That's right. A round of applause. I don't give a fuck. Supernatural. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You know yeah. Netflix is killing the game because they bring it. Netflix is them. killing the game. Yeah. Applause for that, bro. Applause for that one too, man. You know, I watch you know, 
I watched certain shows with my wife. You know, we got How to Get TG, uh, like the Thursday shit. We had How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, wait, bro. And Blacklist. Yo, Blacklist. Blacklist hit the beat. Yo. Person of Interest. I watch old shit. Persons of Interest. That shit was fire. I'll go back and watch all those seasons. But, like, I watch shit for entertainment. For the simple fact that I know that is one of my personal, when it comes to the aspect of personal health, that's one of the things that I like to do. Like, I like to listen to audio books. I'm a very... I'm I'm a listener, so like I can look at some shit and that's cool. But if I listen to it, I retain it more. That's why I do really good, and I majored in shit when it comes to engineering and producing because I'm good at that. That's a passion of mine. Right. So like I can go and I can listen to a book or a podcast like Bronzeville that talked about Chicago back in the gap with the numbers game. Yeah. Big shout out to Lorenz Tate who did that. Oh, it was like like. That shit, I can do that. Figure out what's your personal shit and then put your energy into that. Don't, you don't have to do that. Like, I know a lot of people get mad at shit that's on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, which I don't understand Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. I'm a Facebook baby. I'm not up, I'm not hip to any other thing but Facebook and I'm still learning shit on that. So it's like, right. like you don't have to deal with that though. Like, if, you, it's, if you're not a social media baby, and that's like, if you're a millennial, let's call it, they call us millennials. We, you, you probably fall into another category, but we, yeah. we, I fall into millennials. We didn't have that. So we don't need that to survive. Like, nigga, go outside. A good way to replenish your energy is to go outside and walk. Just yeah, walk. And, and in your head, have the conversation. Anything that's bothering you. It's okay to have conversations. Like, it's a stereotype. Motherfuckers say, you talking to yourself, that just makes you crazy. Not necessarily. It depends on what you're doing at that time. Now, you're talking about chopping niggas up. Yeah, I'm going to fuck you up. But right. if, you talk to, if you're trying to talk out situations and ideas in your head while you're walking in nature, nature replenishes your energy. Plants, right. nature, sunlight, those things replenish your energy. If you're looking for a way to replenish your energy, if you get around somebody, you ever be a prime example. Your environment, if you're in an environment where you can grow, just like a plant, look mm-hmm. at yourself as a plant. Agree. If you're a seed in the ground, if you're in an environment where you can grow and blossom, then you will grow and blossom. But if that environment is not suitable for you, then you will never grow or you'll grow to a certain extent. So, like, if you're in an environment where you're around a certain like, group of people, but they're not on what you're on, or you try to create an environment, and these people say they're on what you're on, but they're really not, that can stunt you from growing. So you have to like, just cut that off. I mean, you have to cut that off because you won't be able to grow in that environment. You're not in a suitable environment for you to blossom and grow into what you need to grow into. So, but but you can control that. That's another controllable stress. You can control the environment that you're in as far as growing. You know what I'm saying? What What to add on to what you are saying, be your own gardener. You know, you 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 got to be able to plant yourself in good ground, okay. right? Okay, okay. You you got to be able to to put that water on you and put you in a place where you're gonna get that sunlight. Like my brother saying, you know, your environment makes a hell of a difference. You know, and a lot of people don't see that, but it does make like, look. You can put yourself in your own greenhouse, you know, 
but you got to put yourself in a place where you can grow and where you can get that energy. Okay. If you surrounding yourself around things that's going to deplete that, then you always going to be a rose amongst the weeds, you know? So you want to be a better gardener to yourself. You want to be, you know, the best you can be. If you was a crop, you want to be a better farmer. You know, if you was a sheep, you want to be a better shepherd. You know, whatever you can be to put yourself in a better environment, do that. Do that. Get what you need, replenishing. You know, um, I go back to even the cell phone thing that we talked about in the beginning. You know, the humanness in us when we come home, some of us don't even put our cell phone on the charger right away. We had that one bar, lay down, go to sleep because we so depleted. And then wake up and wonder why we ain't got the calls or the opportunities that we need to have. That's because our phone went dead. Because we just didn't have it to put it on the charger. That's right there plugged in next to us. You know, so we got to get to a place where, hey, we, our mindsets is different and definitely we putting ourselves in a better environment. I couldn't agree with you more, bro. I'm telling you, bro, it's all about the environment when it comes to that. Like your environment is everything. It's everything when it comes to a certain point in your life. You can't thrive. Like, and also your environment can replenish your energy. You ever be around a motherfucker and you just have a great conversation? Yes. That great conversation can replenish your energy. I'm around a motherfucker group. right now that I'm having a great go. conversation. <laughs> if you're in a group with people, like even if you're on social media, let's say you're in a group, you created a group, y'all have a great like back and forth that can replenish your energy. And your relationship, if you and your spouse get on the same wavelength to where you know what she wants or you know what he wants, and y'all build off each other, not 50 50, but 100 100. That way, when y'all meet, y'all re learn how to re replenish and not pull. Because right. understand, if you're going into anything 50 50, you're going to pull from the other person to get to 100. You have no choice because you hit 50. But if you're going in 100 and 100, you have the opportunity to go in there and form 200. So y'all have like an endless pool of energy. That's if you right. go in your job and you know that all you have to do is give, a certain percentage to get it done and do that. And then you can just start replenishing your energy knowing, knowing, stapling in your mind that you've done your job and that job is going to find your purpose will replenish your energy. Like you have to know how to protect and consume and exert your energy. It's all a choice when it comes to your energy. And so that's a certain thing. Like if you are, um, if you are an empath, for instance, you feel energy. That's why I hate going to funerals and shit like that because I might necessarily not be sad, but I feel everybody's energy and it makes me sad. Right. So right. it's like energy, if someone passed, if you look at it how you should, in my opinion, look at it, everybody is nothing more than energy. And right. when you pass on and go where you go, your energy goes back to the universe. That's and right. most of the time, if you allow it, it can replenish you. It can replenish your loved ones that's behind. So it's like everything transmute. Energy is, you're nothing but energy. Let me put you like that. Everybody right. on this planet is nothing but energy in some form or another. How you exert it is on you. 
that energy also determines how long you're going to be here, which ties into how much time you have and how you take care of the vessel that's consuming or holding your energy. That's right. So if you, if you really want to look at it like that, think of your body, you're the vessel, how you take care of that vessel or that vessel determines your energy and how long, or how much energy you have to keep you going. Fact. If you don't replenish it, then you don't have that lot of, you're, you're going to lose time. If you learn how to replenish it, then you can last longer. Now, there is no certain time frame when you're going to go. Nobody knows but the most high. But you can damn show aid to you lasting longer by protecting your energy and replenishing it, by taking care of yourself. I know you use the analogy of the car with gas, but you can use that analogy of the car with everything, especially with health. Yeah. Um, because most people take care of their car better than they take care of themselves. Man, what you say, man? So it's like, you put That's the best true. gas in your car, you get the oil changes in your car, you get the whole suit of kit in your car, but you are putting nothing but shit in you. So Amen. your car will outlast you. That's right. So That's if right. you want to look at analogy and energy and protecting your energy, think of it as a car. Think of it, what would you do to keep your car sustained and keep the energy going, you know, that positive energy with your car? What do you do to keep your car on the positive side other than the negative side? You take care of it. You get it maintenance almost every three months or every month. Every three months is good. Every quarter is good. If you need a getaway, uh, you say stack up enough money where you can have, you can take off a month from work, uh, which is something that I try to do with my wife because she in the nursing field and her field is a whole lot tough. That shit's tough. Yeah, yeah, agree. But agreed, it's like, yo, if you can take off a month or two, you know, stack, take off a month or two and replenish. You see what I'm saying? It's like, yo, we got it. You saved up and you can just do what the fuck you like for that month or two and then get back in there and fulfill your purpose. Like, you got to understand jobs that's not your purpose is financial backing. Jobs yeah. that are your purpose it don't even feel like a job. So you're not exerting energy. That is endorphin. You know what I'm saying? That's that endorphin that I'm talking about that release that pleasure. Kind of like that. That's that pleasure sensory that's released in the body. It's like, yo, I'm doing this and I'm helping motherfuckers. This feels great. Opposed to I'm doing this because I have to, to survive. That's that full-time mentality. I'm doing this shit because I got to survive. If you can switch to, you know, I'm doing this shit so I can fund what I want to do, which help me aid people with my purpose. And I know a lot of people are like, well, nigga, I got to pay bills. Cool. Go in there. I ain't telling you to be a shitty worker. You don't have to be a shitty worker. 20% doesn't mean you're a shitty worker. If you go to your job and get 20%, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a shitty worker. That means that all it takes is 20% to get that job done, which is 100% to your manager and your boss and his boss. Fact. You see what I'm saying? Like, I know niggas who can do like their tech job and shit and my job, they can do that shit like I do it because you've been doing it forever. It don't take much. Understand that. Don't let, don't let your nine to five that ain't your purpose consume you because that takes away from when you get home. Like you said earlier, it takes away from the energy that you can give to your family if you're not strong enough to detach from it by the time you get home. You just drain, bro. You just drain. So understand how to approach your job. You have to do, it's all a mindset. Once you get into, get out the mindset of a full-timer and get into the mindset of being dope, 
which is driven off purpose every day, you connect everything to your purpose. When you work out, why are you working out? Then you know exactly how much energy to exert. Like some people, most of the time they work out for the aesthetics. They want to look good, but that ain't really it. You know, so they ain't really the reason. Ask why. Why you want to look good? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Why you, why you want a six pack? Well, right. Because I want to blah, 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 blah. But why you want that? If you keep asking why, it'd be because I want to feel good about myself when I look in the mirror. So for most people, when they work out, it ain't got nothing to do with an outside source. But sometimes it do because them niggas just, they need approval from <laughs> other folks. They need approval from other people, which is a whole, that's a deeper level. That's some shit that... Yeah. But well, you know what? We not we not gonna yeah, take it there, D. No, but for the most part, <laughs> yeah, like most people just want to feel good in the skin they in. They want to be able to look in the mirror, feel good about themselves, and feel that way, knowing that they're healthy with it, and not right. because they had a certain amount of liquor, or they, you know, what I'm saying they chiefed a certain amount, or they had certain foods that got them there. They just want to literally look at the mirror know that they're healthy and feel good in the skin in. That's that's the bottom line. That's that's why a lot of motherfuckers want work out. They be like, yeah, I want the six pack, but they want the six pack either one because it makes them feel good about themselves or they like the um the praise or the status from other people. Like the attention. But yeah. if you can switch from like I had I when when I work out now, well even for the giggle, I ain't give a fuck what people thought. I worked out for one, because I was trying to achieve a goal. When I first started, it was for money because we got into me and Jock got into a competition, and you can win money for working out. That was like <laughs> 2010. Now, and I was a broke college student. I was like, nigga, all I gotta do is work out, and I can win money. And like, Let's do it. But right. after that, it started to feel good, and then after a while, it was like, yo, I worked out because it it gave me more energy. Right. Now I work out because it's just some. It's a stress reliever for one. And for two, I'm not working out for any type of aesthetic look. Of course, I I don't give a fuck. I'm going to look good. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I work out, one, because I want to be around. You know what I'm saying? Me doing this little bit of physical activity is a way for me to be around for my family. You see what I'm saying? So I work out so I can be around. I can make sure that my – I work out health for health issues. Not issues, but health reasons. I want to – work out and be in the best condition I can be so I can play with my child, so I can have energy to run with my child, so I can have the energy to give to my wife, so I can be the best father and husband I can be. So that, But that doesn't require a lot. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't require me going there, going ham, or a certain aesthetic look or approval from anybody. This requires me making sure I do what I do nutrition-wise, do what I do mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional-wise to make sure that I'm up to par health wise and I have what I need to exert for my family so in that that's what my brother been saying staying dope connect everything you do to to your purpose you're gonna stay dope as long as you're doing them things that we discussed tonight y'all so on that note we need that old bird salute, bro. Oh, yeah. Let's wrap this shit up. So y'all already know, man. <laughs> bird saluting this bitch. We're going to go up to it, down to it. Fuck those who don't do it. We do it because we used to it. Drink, motherfucker. Drink. And on that note, we'll be back next Friday. Next Friday, 7 p- baby. 7 p.m. In, uh, Eastern time. 6 p.m. Central p.m. time. Um, yo. Make sure you like the Facebook page. Just type in at 
this drinks on me podcast go to the youtube page this drinks on me podcast and subscribe comment yes let us know know. Uh, we we open and on the facebook page you can leave a message let us know you know what i'm saying on that note we will catch y'all ass next week stay blessed stay safe stay dope (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.